This is the Giraffes Don't Eat Steak podcast, a show that brings you marketing stories, tips, hints, and much more. A treat for those who want to succeed in business or marketers who just want to learn. Good morning, Alec. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you? I'm a little bit bluey this week. How are you doing? Uh, well, luckily I'm not doing, I'm not fluey, which is good, but there are a lot going around. There's a lot of people that in my circle, let's say, who have been knocked down with a bit of flu. So it's that time of year, but I feel like we're coming out of that time of year. February is close to that time. <laughs> well, we still expect a burst of snow and then we can, then we is can relax. Come? Is it going to come, the snow? It always snows in February. And then we all go, we always get surprised every year. Oh, wow. It's like, no, if you look every year, I've got my Google <laughs> photos. There was snow in February every year. There was also snow in January two years ago. I've got uh, photos on my phone. It was really snowy around here. So we'll see. We'll it's, see. It's so interesting how people forget trends, right? Trends mm. are trends. They, they're there for a reason. Yes, things can change going forward. But generally, if you look at how it's gone, it's going to go the same. Are you a climate denier? No. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. No, I know. I'm just teasing. Right. So what I thought we could chat about today, Alex's websites, because we've done a lot of websites, either together or separately. And... One of the questions I get quite a lot is, why is my website not generating leads? Does that sound familiar to you? That sounds very familiar. Very familiar. It's an odd question, though. Why is my website not generating leads? Because it's not just your website that's generating the leads, is it? Of course, your website is a big part of it because you can attract people organically through SEO. But everything else you do is actually external to the website, yeah. bringing people to the website. So it is it is a funny, I guess, for people who don't have a marketing background. It, it I guess it makes sense. I got a new website. It's brand new. It looks brilliant. I've pressed play. I've <laughs> pressed go. I've launched it. And I expect oh. everyone to come pouring yeah. in. Where yeah, are exactly. these thousands where, where, of where people? Where is everybody? Yeah. Where is everyone? I guess you just need to think of it as like opening up a shop in the in a in an alleyway somewhere that no one walks down. And not so, telling anyone you're there. Not telling anyone. But it may look amazing inside. I mean, beautiful, beautiful shop. But if nobody knows about it, no one's gonna walk in. Maybe you might hear some maybe some people might come randomly. But that's yeah. it. Um, so there's there's a lot. The website is is merely the is merely the shop. It's the shop, and yeah. I mean I love that analogy actually because it's also um, the case of people think by announcing on LinkedIn or Facebook, "Hey, I have a new website." They think that's it, right? Like, "Hey, I have a new website." Ta-da! No. <laughs> <laughs> Most yeah. people don't care that your website is new. <laughs> no, no, no one cares. I was having that conversation the other day. We, like, we're going to do a, we're, we're going to do a little high, high LinkedIn post that we've. I mean, why, why not? Um, it's good just to do it anyway. Uh, officially announce it. 
but I did say, look, no one cares. <laughs> no one cares. No one cares. The only people that care are us. <laughs> but but I think it's the purpose, right? As long as everyone understands the purpose of doing that is actually to remind people of your brand. That's all you're doing. You're putting your hand up saying we are here and we're active and we're fresh. It's and not about the website. No. It's it's about the brand and and just saying a reminder, right? Top of mind, we're still here. Yeah, no, it's exactly right. Exactly right. And the the term why is it generating any leads? It's also, I mean, what does a lead look like? I feel like leads look, they, they're not the same. It depends on on what type of lead you get, what type of service you're providing. So um, a... Uh, if you're selling a, a, I don't know, a pen or something like that, a, a cheap pen, a pen that costs, I mean, okay, maybe it's back in the day. They're not, do people buy pens? I don't know. Anyway, um, oh, I received a pen the other day. Yep, bread and pens are still popular. No, I got, so uh, I have some tenants, high tenants, if you listen, it was very lovely. Um, and they sent me a gift. They sent me an, they sent me an engraved with my name, Pen. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, with a with a little note in there saying "thank you very much for everything." Hashtag best landlord ever. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Why? Because you're out of the country and you never bother. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I mean, I've always said I always send my. They have pen. met you, right? They have. They have. Oh, oof, yeah, they okay. Have. That's that's do, pretty. I, I do regularly send them chocolates for. Ah. Oh. Seasonal, seasonal chocolates. Seasonal oh, chocolates. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> um, anyway, where was I? Chocolates, pens. 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 If yeah. you buy a pen, then it's it's a sale, not a lead, right? If you could buy it straight away. Yeah. But also I'm thinking of um, items that you can do mass lead generation, like um, mm. only because of our good friend that we had on uh we we had on last week i'm not sure which order yeah, we're in. last week Mikhail, um, yeah. Mikhail, because he just always reminds hearing me aids he hearing aids about. Exactly. hearing That's aids exactly what i'm gonna go to hearing aids <laughs> and you can create appointments you know creating an appointment for something is a different lead to say if you are a service provider your coach for example and you are offering content in terms of information about something and ed education piece and you're you're just and you get to the point where you're just downloading something downloading a white paper that is a someone entering the funnel and that's a very different lead to someone putting in their appointment details to come in and see someone face to face for a free hearing aid consultation absolutely and it comes back to what we always talk about, Alex, is when you're building your website, who is your target audience? Who is it you're trying to attract that needs to land there? Because that's who the website needs to speak to, right? Yeah, exactly. And then what action is it you want them to take, which is the lead? Do you want them to buy? So there's buy buttons. Do you want them to make an appointment? Do you want them to request a meeting do you want them to call you do you want them to send an email and everything needs to be around driving people to that action and that action is then the lead exactly and the way that 
driving to that action can look very different. I'm going to stay with the two, the, the same examples. A hearing yeah. aid, all you need to know is, you know, the price from or whatever it will be, um, if it's available in your area and the contact form there with your, with the, where you can put in your availability. But again, if you're coming to a, a coach, you're going to want to have that, that, um, journey a little bit different because they want to read more about you exactly all the benefits you get from it who you are um what the sessions look like and probably you will have a trigger on your website that says okay once they've been engaging for x amount of time or if they've engaged for x amount of time and then tried to leave then i'll put up a pop-up which will say would you like to download this for a little bit more information or if they're on a specific page maybe you can offer them a different piece of content but it's a slower more subtle kind of entry into gathering the lead rather than we know all you need is three lines of information and and uh, and a box to fill in your details. It's, it's a very different journey. Absolutely. It's again, where what is the pain point? Is it a nail in the foot pain point? I need help now. Give me your name and email. Or not sure. I'm thinking about it. I need a lot more information. And when you get into software and IT, it's even longer, right? B2B, you're talking a completely different journey. So it's understanding, as we always say, Alex, your target audience. We're right <laughs> back to that one point. We never leave it. No, we do not. It'll always be there. It will always be there. Now, here's our popular debate. What comes first, the design or the copy? Oh, no. I knew you were going to ask that. I knew you were going to ask that. It depends who you ask. I mean, I'm, I have, I'm more of a design focused person, which means for me, from a design point of view, to have the content first is great because once you've got the content, you can design around it. Um, but I understand the other camp saying, let's design it and let's put the content in. But for me, okay, I don't know which side you're going to say, actually, but um, I'm going <laughs> to argue this side. That once you have the content, it's easy to design around it because you've you've completely, you know exactly what needs to be said, especially if you as the designer aren't part of the content team or an external person. You don't know exactly what the business wants to achieve. I mean, you've been briefed, but no brief is will inform yeah. yeah i mean you need three years in a business to totally understand it um maybe not that long but um only you alex <laughs> yeah only me, only me and my slow brain um, <laughs> but if we but if you once you have all of the content you can design around it you know exactly how much is going to go in there and then you 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 have the full scope of the project Whereas if you're just going to design it and you've got some rough ideas of maybe some placeholders and then you you get the content written and you realize, oh, there's a whole new section that we missed out. Um, this bit's this long versus this long. And then you have to redesign to fit all of that. Um, in my opinion, there's more back and forth that way. Um, and I feel like the content is will inform the design as well because depending on what the the message is the tone of voice you can reflect that into the design um to be more aligned with that rather than the other way around uh, especially if you're a designer and you don't the 
you don't know what the theme of the content is or what the tone is or the the, the pure message through so you, you don't really have that information to to design it specifically to that project okay uh, so I will surprise you that I actually agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> this is good that we're recording this. Everyone no. <laughs> for once. But mainly because I've seen the pain it causes designers when this changes, right? Like, yeah. you know, um, having the copy finalized, especially, you know, whether there's SEO that's needed, there's quite a lot that needs to go into the copy. Is it the right tone of voice? What's the SEO? Is it, like we spoke about, is it talking to the target audience? Is it taking them on this journey? What pages do we need? What's the process? What do we? There's quite a lot that goes into the copy. And then for a designer to take that and bring it to life, I think that works really well. Mm -hmm. But I've seen the pain it causes when, from a copy perspective, it's a half job let's say that then the designer does all the stuff and they're like oh no that doesn't work we actually don't need this section we need that and they got to start all over right and I've, I've seen the frustration so um, so yeah I think I agree with you I think getting getting that upfront strategy piece thinking it through and then interpreting that in how you want to talk to the customer I think is really important and then even we're saying we're saying the copy but the the outcome may be actually we need a video here with mm. this, this copy would work better in a video. So then it's in, or this copy would work better, like maybe testimonials would work better in graphics rather than text. And this, so that's where the designer can add real value to the process, right? Yeah, I agree with that. So, yeah, I agree with you, Alex. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, the ideal situation is they have been working together for a while and they're quite, and the designer is looped in pretty early on in, in yes. the content or at least to understand what the content is going to be um so you can start getting a bit of an idea maybe start drafting some design elements that you can then add into a just to speed up the process so my next question oh, there's actually lots we could talk about on the design side but we're going to keep it a bit more high level i think but the next question because i think this is an interesting one um do you or to what capacity do you take your the main stakeholder or whoever it is the ceo or the whoever it may be the the final decision maker how to what extent do you take them on the journey of the build of a new website Ooh. and how is how important is it um for their input during or after yeah just kind of give me your picture of what you think is an optimal amount of of inclusion for for your keys your main stakeholder oh, i think as with most marketing answers it's it depends mm -hmm. i think you need to read your stakeholder we've had stakeholders that are super involved they know exactly what they want to say they know what they want to, and to keep them till the end would have been a big mistake. It would have been a blowout, right? We needed to keep them along. And then other stakeholders have been like, just show me, a, like, I don't have time for this. I, this <laughs> is why I'm paying you, you know, and then show me at the end. So I think you need to read your stakeholders. I think you need to, and also be careful of what they say. They may say, I've hired you to do this, go for it. 
but you need to know them. Actually, they they feel quite strongly in our case. Sometimes they think they're marketers, <laughs> um, and so they have they have what they want. Remember, and this is the hard part, right? It's not it's not our website. It's not our website. It's their website. Yeah. yeah. So I know that's too. not the ideal. And and again, some are different. Someone like one stakeholder is very visual. So pages and pages of copy, absolute waste of time. Now, unfortunately, that did mean copy got done, design got done, stakeholder made changes at design stage. But and he made no changes at copy stage. But it's because he was visual. Right? Yeah. And so yes, that did mean more. Um, editing in the design work quite a lot, if I remember, um, yeah. for you. But that because he's so visual, he couldn't picture the website with just a word doc of of images. But that's when I mean, there's some nice tools like Miro and all this kind of stuff where you can do an interim step, right? Like you can, yeah, like quite a a, a highly like a a, a well polished wireframe. You can do. exactly so so that you can you don't have to go to the full build until that's kind of, and because that gives the proper look and feel yeah. and they can get an idea. Um, yeah. And so you can, you can build an interim step where, where you know this is likely to happen. Yeah. I think that's a great tip. I think gone are the days of a, a, an Excel wireframe. <laughs> I, I think, think so. Yeah. Let's, let's use the tools that we have at our disposal, Miro or Fit. Figma, if I mean Figma requires a bit more technical knowledge, I guess, but there are plenty of tools to create uh, into a step, like you said, which is doesn't really take much, doesn't take any coding, for example. Yeah, you you can put the bones of a website together. Also, and, you and also your copywriter can work directly in there, so that so that you are doing this hand in hand working together on it, like you spoke about, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Another thing I found really helpful as well is taking um, inspiration from other websites. Yeah. I mean, lot, there's a lot of elements that are same across websites and finding a live example of certain elements and taking that as a screenshot and putting it next to your wireframe saying, okay, this is the wireframe. Um, but in reality, it might look a little bit more like this um, to give them a bit of a better idea. Um, so I've got, so I would say there's two things to consider. One is I completely agree with what you say that um, I, I would say most people are visual. It, I'm, it, I'm not visual. No, I mean, it's like what, once you see it, then you're like, ah, okay, that doesn't work. It's difficult. I mean, a lot of people. I true, think. true, true. And then the, uh, so the chances are you're the big boss maybe like that. The other thing is the big boss is usually pretty busy. Yeah. And um, if you give them five minutes attention on one small thing that you're looking and saying, but like completely out of context, like this part on the about us section, I think should be like that. But like, yeah, that sounds good. That looks good. Um, okay, I've got to go to another meeting. But in it's, so if you just then leave it to the, at the end completely and then they get it and then they like they see it in in uh in totality with all the graphics expect a lot of changes expect yeah. a lot of changes um i See, think I, i've had the opposite where on the small stuff 
they they because it's out of context spent hours and hours like can you mm, can true. you change it a little no no i think this needs to move slightly to the left like because it's out of context right so yeah, yeah that's true I, I would say i'm in the in the camp of I, I think a good way of doing it is um page by page actually so get one yeah. page of, like focus on your I mean get the wireframe and everything done for everything because you need the context of it you need the journey of the whole thing but in terms of like a finished product pro product get the home page done uh, and then once uh, everyone's agreed the look and feel yeah and then the rest of the pages are actually a lot easier because the home page is done and it's pretty much it's just a continuation of that an extension of that so once you've signed off that that can be the slow bit getting the home page done once that's done and you've gone through all of the the nitty gritty changes and the picky bits the rest is a lot easier cool great tip alex great tip so back to the question why is my website not generating leads we've come up with are you sending traffic there <laughs> so you know seo takes a while to build it's not it doesn't um, happen immediately so other than SEO, how are people finding your website? Maybe you did do a launch, but that's not enough. We've come up with, is your flow correct? Are you talking to your target audience? Wow. I guess even with the bleeds, are you sending the right people to your website? Because it's no good if you're sending the wrong people. That's true. Um, no good if you're sending a click farm, people from click farms in wherever it may be. Yeah, that's probably... Your, tr your stats would look lovely, but your yeah. leads will, will not, right? Yeah, exactly. And then what is the action you want them to take and how hard is it for the action? Are you giving them enough or too much information? Because it can be either way, right? To actually get to that action. I was on a page the like the, the, the buy button went to a landing page. The buy button went to a landing page and then the buy button on the landing page was right at the bottom of reams and reams and reams of text and videos and testimonials and whatever. So I mm. lost, I lost interest because. Yeah. I've come across some stuff like that, that kind of overdoing the, the set. It was like the, I think you gave the example the other day when it was a LinkedIn business, mm. LinkedIn sales for, uh, no, sorry, what was it? Uh, sales uh, navigator, sales navigator. Yep. And you're like, I want to buy okay, we'll schedule a call with someone. And there was a schedule a call with a salesperson. They're like, blah, blah, blah. This is why you should have it. Blah, blah, blah. No, I'm going to buy. And then you and have to wait. Yeah, that sounds exactly the same, but on the on a digital format. Understand your target audience's yeah. journey, right? They buy a journey. What, where are their heads? And, and you have to cater. I think harder websites are where you have a website for multiple audiences. Yeah. It's much easier if you have a website for one audience, right? Great send them there they click the button all good but when you've got multiple audiences knowing how to position it so you're not driving any of the audiences away but it's easy for them to navigate for me then landing pages are much better for lead gen don't you know leave the website as your general overview page but when you're doing your lead gen send them to a specific landing page not to the general yeah. home page no no exactly that that's a real but bear of mine, I've seen that a few times as well. There's absolutely no point. There's no, there's no, uh, 
there's no um uh specific journey in it specific journey and it just doesn't make sense you're completely lost it's like taking someone being in a taxi and saying i want to go here and then they drop you off the other side of town same city but different part of the town <laughs> it's like where am i <laughs> yeah awesome any Hello. last tips or are we good uh, i think we no, need I... to get some experts on right shall we do that shall we get some experts on yeah let's get some people to talk a bit of some some of the detail in seo um, some of the detail of web builders, building, right? Web building, yeah. I think yeah, we especially... we had shame. We had one web builder. I think we ended up making him cry, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> it was did. a tough job. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. Okay. Cool. So awesome. until next time. Until next time. Very much. Bye. 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 That wraps up this episode of Giraffes Don't Eat Steak. Thanks for joining us. I hope you found value in our discussion and got some new ideas to apply to your own business. Tune in next week for another round of marketing insights and inspiration. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate you listening. Catch you next time on Giraffes Don't Eat Steak.